Hello, everyone from Sopranos Con. Guys, we're here. It's been it's been a lot. Right now, we are live. This is Tommy Caprio. And I am the is... main squeeze. We are live at Sopranos Con in New Jersey, November twenty third. Twenty third. Jacqueline had just finished her show. Yes, she did a skit where she played Adriana. Thank God I did. Because Drea DeMatteo wasn't here, right and she now. didn't even, and and she didn't show. No, I still so want to try people, to get her on the podcast. I still freaking love her. She is goals. Yeah, <laughs> I can't hear much, but we're gonna try and do this. Yeah, everyone has been saying I look like Adriana. Shout you out! You do to look her. exactly like her. Really? Yeah. Oh well, I mean, you're the closest thing to her here since she's pulled the no show so far. <laughs> You're right, because I haven't eaten in like two weeks. Yeah. I don't recommend that, guys. Uh, That's how you get ready for a part. But you played, you did a skit, and you played her. Yeah. Tell me about the skit. The sketch basically sketch. was Christopher, played by uh, Nikki Petito, freaking out on Adriana because she didn't tell him about Sopranos Con. And so he took a bunch of iconic lines from the show about her having like two uteruses and they find out when I read a sketch a week ago it was completely different did we change it completely different okay very different totally changed hi how are you no worries hey how are you want to say hi to the listeners this is what's your jersey podcast sure how you guys doing out there in jersey land (laughs) I'm from Brooklyn I'm Jerry Torciano John Bianco having a blast it's just really incredible you know i mean i get i'm overwhelmed with, with what's going on here and i'm very excited i love to interact with the fans and it's just really special oh my gosh well thank you for being here this has been so much fun great thank you for yes no we all love right. you okay. all right guys look at that just pop yeah, on we're kind of a mishmash here but this is great Meatballs. I feel like we've resurrected an yeah, icon legend right now. Um, we've been at Sopranos Con for the past two days. I feel like you're like the mayor of Sopranos Con. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That's quite the compliment. Thank you. I like your little uh, Catwoman outfit that you got going on there, Adriana. We should go get a burger in Dover later. Oh How you gosh. doing, Dr. Melfi? Hi, Anthony. It's been a while. How you doing? Good. Oh. I like those shoes. Thank you, Anthony, and I like your uh, your shirt. You like my shirt? I do. It's uh, lovely. I don't think she's talking about his shirt. <laughs> You're talking about the chest hair again, aren't you? Maybe, yeah. You know, it turns me on. It I turns you on? I think about it all the time. I thought you found it disgusting. No, not at all. People grow. People change, Anthony. You know, I, I've learned more about you in therapy, and I feel like you're becoming more of a man, more responsible. So you, you like know. me? I uh, like I'm I'm infatuated. I I think I love you. There's a real bond here. What the fuck do I pay you for? Well, you pay me to listen to your thoughts so that I can recycle them with questions for you. You know, this is one of those situations where I could tell I'm dreaming. Do you think you're dreaming? Yeah. Really? Well, why don't we test that theory? You're something else. Oh, Anthony, you're something else. Oh, my God, guys. I'm so turned on right now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, guys. We should oh. go toot up a bunch of lines and go bird watching. 
bird watching is that code for like uh driving the car given like you know blow job what is what it is it is okay well toodaloo uh guys you're hearing the insanely talented nikki petito and sans i always say her last name wrong samantha jiff jiff ah there it is the gif the jiff yeah the gif is something that you get on the iphone when you're trying to flirt with somebody and you gotta take your time and pick it and then send it to them (laughs) oh my gosh they epically performed yesterday this was a tough sketch to do on that stage on sopranos con can you guys tell us what that was like it was, um, <laughs> wait, has Melfi or as, oh, as ourselves. No, it was fun. I, I really had fun with it because, I mean, Anthony, oh my God, I'm calling him Anthony. Nikki, he sounds just like him. He looks like him. It's really easy to just get into it. And he knows the character so well. And it, it's just, it was just really easy to do. It was fun. It didn't feel like work. Like, I wasn't even worried. I was like, he's got this. I just, just and we had good chemistry too. So it was a lot of fun. But your timing also as Melfi was just so on point. It really was. Um, I don't. Th- I don't think I could have did it anywhere near the way I wanted to. If you were like speeding, speeding away, like most people would have done it, because you studied the character and you realize she talks very slow and has this like whiny type of voice, and uh, it, you know, and you're just as beautiful as Melfi, so that made it a lot easier. Yeah. Sam is a supermodel, and you know someone's a supermodel. She walked into her rehearsal with a huge sweater on, a baseball hat, no makeup, and I was like, oh, my God, this girl is so hot. Right? I can't argue with that. (laughs) This one. And she also introduced us to um, Chris Collins, who you guys heard earlier today on the podcast. Nice. Yes. Very nice. So, Nikki, I want to know how you got involved with SopranosCon. So, uh, this guy, Dan Trader... Me and him took a bus ride one day. We uh, we drove out to Manhattan, and uh, we saw Vito selling autographs out of the trunk of his car for some reason for $30 a pop. I said, what the fuck's the matter with you? Fucking give him for free. But anyways, uh, he mentioned this uh, Sopranos con, and I said, well, why don't you do a fucking mob con? I think there's more money in that, right? He's like, we'll think about that, but we're going to do Sopranos con. So then Sopranos Con started happening, and now we got the Mob Con in April. And if you're listening to this, you probably didn't come to the Sopranos Con. Make sure you come to the Mob Con in April. Wait, I, I want to know, how did you even figure out you could do James Gandolfini? Like, how did this happen? Well, growing up, my uncle, his name's Eddie Salvato. He did uh, Carlito's Way with Al Pacino. And growing up, his voice was very similar to James, so... It was just a slight tweak when I watched the show, and a little practice makes perfect, and now I'm here. Wow. And you you don't just do James Gandolfini. Like, you just posted something on Instagram where you were trying on suits as, I think it was at least 10 different actors. Yeah, I definitely. Um, that was, uh, I got paid to go into the store and advertise that, and they just wanted me to do a simple thing. Yeah. And for the amount of money I got paid, I should have just did a simple thing, but I'm like, no, I'm a good man, and I need some good content right now. <laughs> I'm going to put on as many suits as I want and play as many people as I want until I'm tired, and then I'm going to edit it all together and figure it out how it's going to work in the editing. So, every time 
I looked at a suit. I said, who would wear this? Who would wear that? I'd go in the changing room, come out. I'd do one take each. And I'm like, if it sucks, it sucks. It's going in the video yeah, anyway. Well, I'm sorry. Those are one takes. They're one take. Oh, my gosh. And Meatballs, if you're like, you need to go to his Instagram right now. It's just at Nikki Petito, right? Thank you. Yes. Yeah, it's. It's incredible. Just name some of the characters you were um, I did uh, Ray Liotta, Jack Nicholson, Christopher Walken, Donald Trump, Bernie Sanders, uh, really Matthew awesome. McConaughey. Uh, Your Al Pacino Tony's was Al great. Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Who did Pesci. you open it with? That was my I opened favorite. it with, uh, it was with, well, first it was Tony, then it was Jack Nicholson. Yes. Jack Nicholson was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to do characters that have a, a lot of energy instead of, you know, just being fucking depressed all the time like my fucking mother. God, it's it's literally like you said. Like Chris is sitting here right now. Thank you. Uh and then we just Sam and I just watched you sing "Mac the Knife" on stage. Oh, he, how, what did you think? That's only my third time singing publicly live. Are you? You own the state. You like grabbed the mic and you're. Oh, oh, I can't. Thank you. I just I, I grew up with that music. It reminds me of my family, and when I sing it, it feels like they're alive again. So that's why I felt like. I needed to start singing. I'm not, so I mean, singing is not my main goal, but it's just something I have to do every now and then to let out uh, the empty stuff, all this stuff in the basement. Right? That's exactly what Kat, we just interviewed Catherine Narducci, and she was talking about that as She's a performer. She's the best. She's the best. The best. Did, you, did you see her in The Irishman? I haven't seen it yet, no. She is. The, nobody smokes a cigarette better than Catherine Narducci, <laughs> I tell you. Yeah, I, I know. I love how that was like every time he stopped for his cigarette break. That's how you tell the story. Beautiful. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, my God. No. And Nikki, I mean, we've been corresponding because I was playing Adriana in a scene with him. That was so much fun. It was so much fun. It's, to do Christopher Moltisanti drunk and just scream on stage. We were rehearsing. This is a true story. We were re rehearsing, me and Jack, and I was screaming at her, and she was screaming back that this kid came over. He's like, what are you doing? What's going on? And I'm calling the cops. I'm like, calling the cops. We're acting, and we're doing a pretty good job, I guess. I guess, I guess we're good. He was dying about that today. Really? He was always going to stop talking about that. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. That's a compliment, though. Hey, what? It would have been funny. I, honestly, I would have loved for the cops to come in and be like, listen, nothing happened. Everything's going to be taken care of. Exactly. No, it was so much fun. But like leading up to it, I was so worried. We kept trying to write sketches for it. And I was like, how are we going to get this done? That's one thing I'll talk about real quick. Yeah. Um, we had uh, We were first told that any of the cast members would be willing to do sketch comedy. So we had Craig Cassano write a couple skits. He wrote a dating game sketch and a Jeopardy sketch. Hopefully we could do them a mob con. They're yeah. phenomenal writing. It's, he did a phenomenal job writing them. But uh, a couple of the actors, I'm not going to say any names, <laughs> were too lazy to memorize their lines and said they don't want to do it because they need to sign autographs because their wallet's empty. Yep. They need to get that Capital One shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I was like, there's no way we're going to pull this off because also there was like cast members here and that's nerve-wracking knowing they're going to be watching us play them so i didn't want to fuck it up that's true it's they didn't watch us so i didn't fine. i'll tell you what so, I, some of the people here have come seen my show before mm. there's there's one guy who's more intimidating than anyone just to just to like try to have a conversation with and that's vince curatola i love vince oh, he's, he's a good having friend him as your acting teacher and I, I remember the when he was at my comedy show, I was so nervous. I had no idea he was showing up. I was like, of all the people from The Sopranos to come, this is the one I'm most nervous about. Because <laughs> he just has this presence that's just so real. Like, it's unbelievable. His presence is... 
And that's why he was the yeah. mob boss of New York. Yeah, it's, it's, he was just perfect for that. <laughs> He's like the only person that could rival Tony Soprano. <laughs> he speaks very soft, yes. but very intimidating. Oh, God, no. And when he auditioned for that, I think uh, he said everybody was screaming for the role, and he just went in soft-spoken, and he got it. I mean, the Less only is thing- more as an actor. Lesson learned. Totally. I mean, when I was hazing girls in my sorority, I was always way too tired (laughs) because I was... My fucking daughter does that shit. (laughs) I hope you don't ruin your grandmother's house. But it was the thing. All the other sorority girls would like scream, be like, you fucking bitches. But I would always be coming from like rehearsal at the theater and I would just look at all of them in their lineup and be like, you really disappointed me this week. Like, you guys are disgusting. And, like, that always, like, conveyed so much more just, like, fear and shame, just everything. So, yeah, quiet, subtle, less is more. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Where can people find you? What's coming up for you? Um, we got Mob Movie Con in April. You can see my comedy schedule on my Facebook or on my Instagram at Nikki Petito. And you can see me on YouTube and uh all over uh, this Hi, new Gino. podcast thing. I've been on a ton of these podcasts. I never heard any of them yet. I mean, podcasts are like the new cable. They're the best. <laughs> I literally, there was a guy that came up to the booth, I'm the What's Your Jersey booth, and I was like, hey, do you listen to podcasts? And he went, no, I don't have Comcast. <laughs> wow. It was like, oh my God. That's like thinking a Blu-ray is like blue VHS tapes or something. <laughs> so funny. Well, Nikki, thank you so much for everything. It's an honor to be here. I thank literally you. feel thank like you your brother now. everything today. Thank, thank you. you. No, you've and been yesterday. amazing. I feel like he's put up with so much shit. All of us have just been texting Nikki because the amazing founders of Sopranos Con are just like, we can't deal with you right now. <laughs> like we have uh, so much other stuff going on. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Anytime, Jack. Um, I want to hear Sam. So Sam is not only an amazing actor, um, hot model, but also you're an exquisite singer. Oh, thank you. And you've been in town. You're working on your first album, right? Yeah. I've okay. Recording. I'm writing. Well, I write. I'm a singer songwriter, and I produce. I produce my own stuff. I don't write for other people or produce for other people. Not to be a dick. I just <laughs> really have no desire to do it because it's just for me, you know. Yeah. But I'm hoping that, you know, I hope that other people can, you know, experience my music and get what I get out of listening to other people's music and my own music and enjoy it. You seem like you just have the best taste in music. You're such an old soul. Like, you don't expect it coming from you. (laughs) Chris is like, she does. Right? Chris is like my, my, yeah. I love this guy. That's how we bonded. Yeah. We're like, I call him Sonny Terry. I'm Brownie McGee. Yeah, that's like our jam. You have the best nicknames with your friends, by the way. (laughs) People get ready. Um, Can you sing for us a little bit? Sure. Yeah, we're in like a room full of Sopranos people right now. I hope that doesn't bother you. It's fine. It's fine. I'll I'll sing it softly. Yeah. So um, I'll sing like a Sam Cooke song. Okay. Okay. If you ever change your mind about leaving Leaving me behind Oh, bring it to me Bring your sweet loving Bring it on home to me Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God <laughs> Sam you know I'm never <laughs> What? Wait, why does it go like this? I'll give you jewelry And money too but that ain't all that this Sam's gonna do for you, motherfucker. <laughs> and there it is. You have such a good dichotomy. 
Like, you don't take any shit. No. You're very outspoken with your opinions. You're set in your ways. But then you have this, like, gorgeous, like, old soul, like, angel voice that comes out of you. I know. My voice is, like, representative of, like, maybe this hidden, nice, sweet Innoc- I think that that's like an expression of my innocence. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I long. It's I buried. Nothing else. Like, yeah. Like it comes. Like it comes from my soul. You know? Oh it's my like god. Buried in my soul. Otherwise, it's like, hey, I'm Morty. Like, look at this chick, Jacqueline. Look at these <laughs> these this outfit, these tits. Oh my god, I'm creaming just looking at it. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's all oh, yeah. my, my well. I said, I have IBS. It's a thing. I think people need to spread you more can awareness. Check about it out it. on our Instagram. Yeah. There's a really hot picture of you and your booty out, and it says IBS yeah. on it. You gotta have a BM every day. It's I, all about having a good BM. Oh God, movement. it's Just tough. I've been traveling, and it's. It's Oof. rough, yeah. The yeah. traveling, and then even sometimes nerves, and just what we're not eating. eating. <laughs> yeah, being dehydrated. Oh, I, man, girl, yeah. I am. And then when you find you, it's like it feels like a brick. I got a hernia from constipation. Oh. I want women to know this that you can actually develop a hernia from constipation. I did not saying. know that. I and didn't know we could hernia. get those. Oh yeah, anal hernia. No, no, anal. Oh, I thought you no. said that. inguinal hernia. <laughs> But you maybe might get anal hemorrhoids or something like that. I haven't gotten them yet, thank God. Praise oh, the Lord. But no, like the um, it's like That's where crazy. your um, groin is. You get they pop out. It's weird. You can push them back in. But I got mine repaired. The mesh. The mesh. Oh, like the hash. The, the, the one. <laughs> I wonder if he has those. Who? who? Hash. Who's hash? Oh, he's a character here. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oops. That's one of your clients. Oh, one of my. One of my clients. I can't do the James Gandolfini voice. I kind of could do it a little bit, right? No, it's not good. Any like is I don't know what the hell that was, but Hesh. Who the hell's Hesh? Um, he's on the show. Is he a paying client? No. <laughs> What's wrong See, with she him? She really doesn't give a shit about her clients. It's all mo- it's all no. about the money. It's all, I'm only in it for Tony. Plus, you always shut it about motherfucking cock and fucking money. No, I'm only in it for Anthony and his chest hairs. I don't give it. You think, well, he pays my bills? Get the fuck out of here. He pays me, what, a, a 25 uh, session with his bullshit insurance? I'm lucky I even get a 15 from the insurance company. You should company. get a million a session for the I shit really you put should, up with. I really should, but these insurance companies pay shit lately for psychologists oh, yeah. and psychiatrists. It's like, what's insurance? <laughs> Please. I, I'm, I'm not taking insurance anymore. I'm just getting my full rate. It's going to be like. 500 an hour. That's it. I love it. Um, on what's your jersey? We like to know actually what jerseys you like. Um, so Ooh. can you tell them what hat you were wearing that did not re- represent yeah. anything you care about? I was wearing the Atlanta Braves hat <laughs> because I just like the colors. Like I know nothing about football, but I love I have a Giants hat. I just like I think the blue is beautiful with like the white and the red. Yeah. I don't know anything about football, but I, my teams are the Dodgers and the Yankees. So I do represent. That I, I love that about you. Yeah. And then yes. you, oddly enough, yeah. are Dodgers and Yankees. I too. Know. Well, you know. Yeah. New York, New Jersey doesn't have a baseball team. That's right. Do yeah. you know? I we actually could have been Mets. <laughs> <laughs> we sat in. I we were sitting a few rows back from Steve Sharippa. This was probably twelve years ago. It was before the new Yankee Stadium came, and I had just met him in Atlantic City with James Gandolfini. And I was sitting a few rows back, and I knew he loved apple martinis. <laughs> and so we sent, and I was with like the head of marketing for ESPN, and he was like, "Oh, I know Steve too." So we sent him apple martinis at Yankee. Stadium. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That is funny. Right? You would never expect that. Yeah. That's it's a funny. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love that. What about you, Nikki? Who are your teams? Yankees. Fuck the Nets since they left New Jersey, so I'm a Knicks fan now. And of course, the Jets. Oh, my God. Do you know the score? Did they play already? I mean, I don't have to look at the score. You know, if you're a Jet fan, you might as well just tell your kid to root for the Chicago Cubs 100 years ago. <laughs> 
Yeah, I feel like the Jets probably lost against the Raiders. I feel like that's a thing. We'll find out. It's fine. I know nothing about football. Uh, that's okay. Listen to the podcast. You'll learn I more. Will. I will. That's, that's exactly. what I'm excited about. Um, to get you know through a conversation. Just a conversation. Exactly. Just so you could talk enough sports for the week. Exactly. There you go. Um, pimp yourself out. Tell the meatballs where they can find you. Oh, so my website, samanthadgif.com. The Instagram at samanthadgif. D-G-I-F-F. Um, I'll have my music released sometime next year so you can hear all the songs that I've written and hopefully you'll, you'll enjoy them as much as I enjoy writing them and singing them and making them. And I um, apologize for my lack of enthusiasm about my own work, but um, <laughs> the work I just, speaks for itself. Yeah, I, I just get like, I'm actually very shy, but when I do characters, I can say anything but myself. So I'm a little like, this is weird. No, um, I need the guy like Chris to pimp me. Like I need like a person to just be like, yeah, this is what she She's does. The shit. But, um, or you, I should yeah. hire you really. <laughs> I'll be your hype girl. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, that's, that's it. I'm just so excited to have met you and yes. been able to do this. It's been great. It's been an awesome yeah, experience. Thank you so much for doing fun. this. Oh, no, of course. Nikki, thank you so much for doing this. Chris, <laughs> Chris Jake. is like our hype person right now. No, I really appreciate it. Uh, Meatballs, thank you so much for listening. Remember to please rate, review, subscribe, and share with your friends because that's the best way to find out about podcasts. And salute from Sopranos Con. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, meatballs. I call my listeners meatballs, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited. I just met this awesome guy at Sopranos Con. His name is Chris Collins, and he was a production coordinator on The Sopranos, and he worked on every season? Every, yeah, every episode but the pilot. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. How did you get involved with The Sopranos? Um, it was my just about my second job out of college, and I was doing, uh, I was interning on another movie, and the production coordinator at the time of that movie got this offer about Sopranos. And I was a big Springsteen fan. And I had just read that Stevie Van Zandt had um, taken a job on The Sopranos. And so I was like, yes, 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 yes. I went on. And she hired me as a production assistant. And then she left midway through the first season. And they bumped me up, even though I had no experience at all. But nobody thought the show would be a hit, so nobody cared. Not at all. Um, <laughs> and then I was just there for the next uh, eight, nine years, seven seasons, but it was over nine years. It sounds like they became your family. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we got. It, people say this all the time, and I've worked on shows since then. Uh-huh. I've never had an experience like I have on this show. I still talk to everybody. I just talk to, I talk to everybody. Everybody still talks to everybody. Oh my god, Chris, that's amazing. Um, yeah, and yeah, no, family is a real. It's a real word. I mean, I had it on a much smaller level when I was in acting class with them, mm-hmm. but I always said I'll never have another experience yeah. that I did when they were. Yeah. So who did you? So you had an Michael Imperioli. <laughs> yeah, it was his theater. So I auditioned for him uh-huh. and Sharon Angela. Yeah. 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 Is Sharon uh, here? I heard she I'm, was going to come today. It's so I haven't seen her today. She was supposed to come. I talked to Eileen Landers, who was the producer last yeah. night, but she's in London doing another show. Okay. She said she wanted to come, but she's in London. But she said she just talked to Sharon, and Sharon was supposed to be here. So I would love to see I her. I hope she shows up. I have not seen her since her and I sat on the front like steps of Studio Dante, and I was like, I think Studio I'm going to move to L.A. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. And she was like, just do it. You can always come back Sharon's 12 years later. Yeah, yeah. No. Do you have any like favorite memories or stories with cast members? Um, oh, my God. I have a million. Uh, let's see. I was just talking... 
to Robert Eiler and Jamie Lynn Sigler. And we were – so when the show was nominated for Emmys – we were just talking about this. Um, when the show was nominated for Emmys, a lot of the cast, like, I don't know what they got, plus five, plus ten, whatever, they would bring a lot of the crew members. So we would have to get ourselves to L.A., but then we would be their guest at the Emmys and stuff like that. And then they put the whole cast up at the Peninsula Hotel every year. And the parties that moved from the HBO after party, which was wherever it was, but then back to the Peninsula Hotel were fantastic. And there was one night... We were. Ju- I was just talking to Robert and Jamie, and Robert was like, "Do I remember Ron Jeremy coming in the bed?" Wait, the did they tell the story on the pajama yes. podcast? Yes, I yes. heard that. So they played yes. it just right after. Oh my god! And that is true. And so we were trying to piece together why Ron Jeremy was there, and nobody could actually. <laughs> they remember. were like, "Get the fuck out!" But Jeff Marchetti, who's here somewhere, you should talk to him. Okay. He uh, was always sort of the ringleader in like he was the set dresser, and he talked himself into a role uh, as Petey Bissell. Um, just because everybody loved him so much, but he was always the ringleader of like leading everybody. Him and Dre DiMatteo were always the ringleaders of like, all right, the party's moving here, and all right, we're inviting this person. And so Jeff would probably know why Ron Jeremy was so. But he always randomly ends up places. He was there. Yeah, I've done comedy shows at the Comedy Store, and You're like, oh, here's oh. Ron Jeremy. <laughs> okay, yeah. what are you doing here? <laughs> and like walking around, shaking hands, like he's running for mayor. We're like, oh, cool. I feel like those parties were probably pretty epic. They were. And they went on for days sometimes. Oh, my gosh. I'm so jealous. Yeah. And when they were here in New York, they would always go back to Michael Imperioli used to have a bar on uh, 7th and between 21st and 22nd. I forget the name of it. Mm-hmm. But the party would always move from like the big party to like the HBO after party. And there was still like there was hundreds of people there. So then like everybody would just sort of. I think it was even before texting, but we would just contact each other and then eventually just move it back to Michael's bar. And then next thing you know, everybody's car was towed and it was daylight <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, God, I don't know how I get home from here. Were people ever like really hung over on set yes. on Mondays? Yes. <laughs> That's often. so refreshing to yeah. hear. <laughs> Often, often, often. Yes. Wow. I don't want to say they weren't professionals. Everybody was professional. You always got it done. I mean, yeah, everybody it's the got it best done. TV show of all time. Yeah. So there you go. Now, I, you mentioned that you seem to be working on many Edie Falco shows. Yeah, I just follow her around. You just follow. I <laughs> yeah. mean, as, I was like, yeah, as anyone would. Yeah. No, what is she like to work She's, with? She's um, the most professional. She, I'll say this. In those days of The Sopranos party machine, she was I don't want to say above it all because she was very tight with everybody, but she just bowed out when things started to get crazy. And she's still like that in that she's so disciplined. She's on set, on her mark. And I've never worked with another actor like this in my entire career. And I've worked on a bunch of shows and stuff. She's ready, on her mark, knows all her lines, every single take, every single day. And I've never seen her miss a beat. Never, never. She's unbelievable. Yeah. It's kind of like she's not human. But she does like to have like her... Uh, people around her. So I've been lucky enough to like, she just knows me and she knows that. Um, and there's a whole bunch of other people that uh, set dressers and script um, people who she just likes to have around her because she, she feels comfortable. And like once her element is set, she's good to go. And she, she is ready every single day without missing a beat ever, oh, ever. Wow. I've never seen anything like it. Are you excited for the many saints of New York? Yeah, I really am. And yeah. I don't Were know. Are you going to work on that or I got, Asked to off to work on it, but it was um, I was just finishing this movie 
called The Kitchen, and I work on I worked on the show The Affair, and um, I couldn't I couldn't work on the Saints of Newark, but I'm I'm super looking forward to it. That's awesome. Uh, I think it'll be good. I hope it'll be good. Um, we have to ask you on what's your jersey? What's your football team? Uh, well. You're from in, Jersey, in, right? Yeah. In an act of rebellion, my father grew up as a giant Giants fan. Yeah. And just because of that, I just like the Jets just <laughs> just as an act of rebellion. If How my, are you here right now? Yeah. You're playing the, are you I know. Playing the Raiders? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But okay. it was. It We're was literally a, next to the stadium. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You could throw a rock and hit it right now. But yeah, it was. Just a, an act of spite, which became a lifelong. So funny. Yeah. I'm the opposite. I fathers grew into a Giants family yeah. and stayed with it. Yeah. It's it's fathers and sons, you know. It like, really is. Who are you to say? Oh, my team's this team now. No. So you're working on Tommy now. Can you yeah, just yeah, give yeah. us a quick... Yeah, it's... Uh, Edie Falco plays um, the police chief of LA. It starts in February. Um, it's on... It's going to be on CBS. I think I'm allowed to say that. And she's, you know, she's... Doing what she always does. She's fantastic. She brings like nuance and and real human, um, I don't know, experience to the role. She's she's in a class by herself. I think. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, I feel like there's, there's a lot of there's nobody like her actors on the show that were like that. The last time I saw Jim Gandolfini um, was at he had this friend named Trisha Brooke who was a. Uh, he had a lot of friends, but Trisha had a little show that she was doing at the Triad Theater. And I went to that and I ran into him, I don't know, a couple of months before he died. And he said, how's Edie doing? I was just kidding around. I was like, oh, you know, she's coming along. She's really growing into herself. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what are you talking about? She's the best actor in the world. I was like, I know, I'm kidding with you. Oh, that's great. She's the best actor in the world. She's in a class by herself. She's great. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're she's great. Wonderful. Yeah, no, thank, thank you. you so I'm so much. glad I ran into I know. Here. This is perfect. No. Just as Adriana LaServa. <laughs> Nobody could see. I know. No one could see it. It's scary. It was so funny seeing people's... Because re- yesterday, they like did my hair. Really, everything uh-huh. was done up a little more than it is today. And people, their reactions, they would get so excited yeah. when they saw me. And then like the look of disappointment would set in right. when they realized it wasn't She her. was supposed to be here yesterday, but her kid got sick. Oh, but she's here now. Her line is out the door. It really is. Yeah. She's well, the best person. She's she's the most fun, most charismatic person. She's in goals the world. for the podcast. Yes. Maybe someday yeah. we'll do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're I mean, I'm so grateful for you. Yeah, no, it was here. it was fun and it's fun being here. Like for some reason my head's been just because of the Jamie and Robert just started their podcast. It's like there's been a lot of looking back on The Sopranos, maybe the 20th anniversary and all that. Yeah. But um, it's fun to revisit because it was the, one of the best times of my life. It was great. Oh, it was really God. good. Uh, pimp yourself out. Can people find you on social media or anything? You don't really do that. No, nah, not really. Okay. Not well, really. guys, just but, find me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> At Jacqueline Murphy. Exactly. You're yeah. the best. You, you are too. Now, Thanks. Great to meet you. Let's go have fun. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye. All right, Meatballs. I'm sitting next to a very epic person right now. A very epic person at Sopranos Con, might I say. Um, I feel like every time I walked by the Bada Bing Bar, people were like, you have to see her. Like, everyone was so excited 
that you're here. Me? Yes. Really? Yes. I did not know this. Uh, guys, uh, she's an actress, a wow. filmmaker, and she was the original bartender on The Sopranos. Everyone, welcome to the podcast, Katharina Michio. Katharina Michio. Yes. How are you? Are you exhausted? I'm, I'm well, I'm okay. You're you good. know, there, there's so many people here. There's, there's so much action. You really don't have time to be exhausted. Exactly. Because it's, it's, it's like a big adrenaline rush. Oh my gosh. You know, all these thousands of people. Yeah. You know, for the past two days, it's, it's incredible. I don't you know. think anyone accepted this, expected this to be what it would be. It's ten As times gigantic. bigger. No, I had no idea. It's so. I had cool. no idea when you know when they called me and asked me if I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. I said sure, you know. And then I was like, well, you know, how many tickets have you sold? Thousands and thousands. He said to me, I said what (laughs) and it has it's obvious that yes it has it's working it's working wait so where are you originally from i was born in brooklyn raised in staten island and then i lived in manhattan for many years and now i'm back in new jersey oh you are yeah i'm in jersey very i'm I'm only a town away from here i'm in weehawk oh yeah i actually now just have to i could look at manhattan and I don't really have to be there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a much bigger place. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, yeah. that's amazing. I want to yeah. know how you got involved with The Sopranos. Um, well, I auditioned. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I had to audition for mm-hmm. the part. That was probably back in 2000. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was there till I think 2006. Okay. So I was on a lot of a lot of the episodes whenever they were in the Bada Bing. What was, I was that there. like filming in there? Well, <laughs> um, I mean, it still is a film set, even though it's a strip club, you know. Um, for some reason, I've been doing a lot of this. I was also in uh, on The Wrestler. Mm-hmm. I was the uh, bar. I was Mary, the bartender oh, on The God. Wrestler. Yeah, with uh, Marissa Torme and Mickey Rourke. And Mickey Rourke. I've yeah. met him once, and he yeah. had more like swagger. And just like sex it, appeal. That, that was pretty amazing to work on that. Right? Yeah. Um, and now I'm doing another film. I still all these years later, I guess I could I, I could still do the the strip club thing. Yeah. But um yeah, I'm I'm on another another film. It's called The King of Angels. Oh, when does that and, come out? Um well we just film uh, finished filming, mm. and we're going to try to make a series out of it. Oh, that's awesome, yeah. guys! Look and out it's for like the King of Angels. Two, it's two strip club owners that are rivals, and one of them has me as a spy. The bad one has me as a spy, going over to the good guy. Oh my god! And then I end up realizing that he really is a good guy I end up with him oh gosh <laughs> yeah it was the end <laughs> I know, we still have to watch it oh, i'm it's sure it's amazing it's cool. i love it well yeah. i want to hear some do you have any good like on set stories or any of your like favorite memories from being well i have there? a funny memory yes um do it when i was uh with i was i did a scene when Tony Soprano walks into the bar. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you remember this scene, mm-hmm. right? I go, morning, Tone. And then he comes over pissed off at the manager of the Bada Bing. Yep. Remember that? Yep, and I remember he that beats scene. He beats the crap out of him with the ice bucket. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, the ice 
with silicone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm standing by the bar and silicone ice is bouncing. Bing. All over the stage. Oh my god! And I had to like turn my face because I was laughing so hard because this ice is bouncing like ping, ping, ping. That's hilarious. How many times did they have to shoot that? They had to keep shooting it, and you know, I I think they shot it about four times. You know, that's so funny. But it was pretty funny. Were you the closest with James Gandolfini from working with him on that set? I was I was very close friends with him. You were. I only met him, yeah, like once or twice. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. So, yeah, we were very, very good friends. Mm-hmm. Do you have any good memories from him that you'd like to share with us? Or your favorite part or favorite um, part about him? The, the thing about, well, first of all, I called him Jim. Most people that are really close to him call him Jim. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, he was brilliant. Mm. He was beyond brilliant he used to read like five books at a time like i don't know how what yes <laughs> and they have to learn all his lines and scripts and and, and that on top of that have a life <laughs> and have a life yeah but he was absolutely brilliant he really really wanted to play hemingway oh, this wow. is this was something that i i knew about him he oh. wanted so badly to play hemingway and he was studying and studying this part um but you know for one thing or another um but yeah but he really you know he loved being tony soprano and he appreciated it Mm -hmm. but he you know walking in the street hey tony hey tony you know he really wanted to um be known as a serious actor Definitely. not that tony soprano wasn't yeah yeah you know? i mean but he was do you know he really wanted to do films too so is that your main goal now just doing films or I'm, do you want to work I more do, on tv i i, I am an actress uh-huh. but i also have two film festivals oh cool what are they i i i direct on uh, and um the um uh, the president, whatever, the uh, founder of uh, one film festival is the Cutting Room International Film, a short film festival. Oh, cool. Where's that? It, it's in the Cutting Room in New York, in Manhattan. Uh-huh. And that's just shorts. And I have another film festival. It's called the Venus Italian International Film Festival. And that's international and it's shorts and features. Amazing. But it's, the genre is Italian. Love so, it. If you're listening and you're an yes. Italian filmmaker, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how do people so, submit to your film festival? Um, go on film, film Freeway. Okay. And it's the Venus Italian International Film Festival. And um, it's going to be most likely in um, Miami, Hollywood. I think Holly, I think it's Hollywood at the Hard Rock. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, did you see the new Hard yes. Rock? That's the big shape of the guitar. The guitar How yeah. cool is it's that? It's amazing. I just uh, did stand up at the Hard Rock in Atlantic City, and it was so cool. That was such a fun space. It's the Howie Mandel Comedy Club, and it was awesome. Oh, I didn't yeah. know he has one. Yeah, no, it's great. It's huge. Oh, it's, I used I, to date a friend of Howie's oh, years really? ago. I feel like you got stories, girl. Oh, I got a lot of stories. <laughs> you don't know me. Google me. Oh, <laughs> Perfect. That was the perfect segue. <laughs> Google me. Google me. Mic drop. Oh, mic drop. Well, Bam. you look amazing. 
You do. You look amazing. I, I act, so I have to try to keep myself keep it together. Up. I'm also. Oh yeah, tell I'm us. I'm gonna put a little cherry on the top of this uh, cannoli. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so on brand with Sopranos Con. I was a breast cancer survivor. Oh I am a breast cancer survivor. Wow. So what you're looking at is four years of hair growth. Wow. And um, my, I, I came out of this uh-huh. with going through a year and a half of treatments so much stronger that I have never, I haven't, like, I just, there's no stopping me. There's absolutely no stopping me. I'm just like, I have one film festival. Okay, now I'll do another film festival. Okay, now I'm going to make a movie. And now I'm writing a feature film. Wow, you're a hustler. I am. Yeah. I, yeah, it's me. Do you have any advice for anyone that's going through that right now on how to pull through and keep going? You have to. My doctors told me mm-hmm. that the only way to go through that is positive. You cannot ha- be stressed or think negative negatively mm-hmm. at all. You have got to think positive. That's the only way. You got to be positive. You have to be positive yeah. and look ahead. Don't go, oh, why me? Why me? No, I never said that. Mm-hmm. And I should have because <laughs> there's no f- cancer in my family at all. I was the lucky one. So you could have been like, why me? And just oh, let it take you me? down. Uh, no. No. I just said, okay, I got I to gotta deal with this. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to die. I am not going to die. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to survive. And then after that, I'm going to continue and I'm going to pay it forward. Well, that's so amazing. what I did is instead of having people look at me like, how are you doing? Oh, you know, the face. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, how are you? You, you okay? good? You okay? Yeah. I said, I will never look at that face ever again. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to do now is write a comedy. Oh, look at you. What's so instead about? of people going, oh, how are you? No. Now they're going to laugh instead. I mean, that's the best thing. Turn tragedy into a comedy. comedy. Exactly. Yep, that's what you got to do. And that's what I did. That's so inspiring. Thank you. No. It's called St. Joseph. Mm-hmm. Um, it's There's a, a, a superstition. If you want to sell your house, you take a small statue of St. Joseph and you bury it upside down in your backyard. I have you, never heard that. And you sell your house fast. Oh, my God. It works every time. It works every time. I sold two houses this way in three days. <laughs> Okay. Never even got to the open house. I mean, I'm just gonna watch this because it sounds like it's good luck. I got Vinnie Pastore in it. Yeah, I got um um uh, uh who else is in it? Uh, it's been uh, such a long day; it's hard to yeah, remember everything. I know. I know. Lou Martini, Lou oh, Martini okay. Junior's in it. A ton of people that are amazing actors, and um and it's and it won 20 awards, and now I'm making a feature out of it. Ah, oh, that's so cool. Yay! St. Joseph. So can we yes. watch the short right now um, or should we wait for the send, feature? No, I can't show the yeah. short. I mean, it's it won 20 festivals, but I can't put it like on, out there out there yet. So just wait for it's it. It's in negotiations yeah, with the probably big, in like 2022. Big, we'll see it. <laughs> big movie house right now. Oh, my so, gosh. Well, good luck. A lot of shkadol. So I can't really say anything. Love it. Shkadol. <laughs> Guys, that is a word that has we, never been dropped on what's your jersey. Say it again. It's amazing. A lot of sh- big shkadol. 
You're amazing. I love it. Well, oh my gosh. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, are you kidding? Yeah. I really, really, really appreciate it. Pimp yourself out. Tell the meatballs. I call my listeners meatballs. (laughs) Tell them where they can find you. (laughs) Meatballs and uh, gabagols. I know. That should be like the other list. The new listeners are gabagols. What's your um, Instagram, your Twitter, everything? Where can they find you? my name. Okay. Katharina Meat. K-A-T-H-R-I-N-A M-I-C-C-I-O and I mean I have the Venus Italian International Film Festival and everything is really long but once you find me you can find everything else awesome and I also my uh, production company is called No Bowl oh I like that productions so I said you know what after I'm done with cancer I am never going to take any bowl from anybody again ever and people are going to take me seriously because I've been you know beat up a lot you know an abusive marriage whatever the end no bowl no bowl you got it Yay. You guys hear it first. No bull. Don't take any bull. No, no bull. No bull. No bull. Thank you again so much for being Thank here. You. Have the best Yay. end of Sopranos Con. I can't wait to see St. Joseph and everything else you've done. You're Yay. a delight. Oh. Yes. And meatballs. Thanks for finding me. Oh, Yay. girl, please. Uh, thank you for listening. We'll catch you on the flip side. Yay. Just put your paws up. Because you were born this way, baby. My mama told me when I was young, we're all on superstars.